What's up, everybody? Welcome to another episode of the Top 5 at 5 with your host, Johnny Quest. Today is Thursday, March 5th. Here's what you missed today while you were too busy doing you. At one point, she definitely led in the polls for like a minute, but it was her minute. And after that Bloomberg roast during the debate, she surged in popularity. And she thought she still had a chance to go all the way to the wire and fight the fight for the people at the convention. But then Super Tuesday came, and while she deaf helped to drive Mayor Bloomberg out of the running, she couldn't secure a win in her own home state and won zero states and only a few delegates. So now, after being one of the most diverse choices for Democratic presidential candidates, we're back to where we usually find ourselves, two old white guys and Bernie Sanders and Joe Biden, because Liz dropped out today. Now, both of them are anxiously wooing Miss Warren to get her endorsement. You'd think this would be a shoo-in for Bernie with her more liberal policies of wealth tax and tech company breakups, but many inside sources are saying it's not a given. She has a serious reservation about Bernie's ability to execute. I suspect by the time you hear this, though, or maybe by tomorrow, she'll probably have made a statement. But definitely before the next primary votes being held next week, March 10th and 12th, Tuesday and Thursday. Make sure to vote. Hopefully you all know Uber, but did you already know about their secret plan to finally make a profit by eliminating all the drivers and become a self-driving taxi company? Guess who else wants to be a self-driving taxi company? Well, of course, any of the other current share ride services like Lyft or Didi Chijung. But in this case, I'm talking about Google or rather Alphabet, the parent company. See, they own a company called Waymo, and they've been operating self-driving taxi service in Phoenix for some time now. Currently, they're operating completely driverless minivans in certain neighborhoods, and they're expanding to L.A. But that's not the story. It's just the backstory. One of Google's lead engineers at Waymo was Anthony Lewandowski. Now, he left Google to start his own driverless truck company, Otto, and then Uber who was jumping into the driverless car chase, bought Auto for a reported $220 million, and with them came their co-founders, Lewandowski and a Mr. Lior Ron. But Mr. Lewandowski had a bad secret. He stole all the tech he learned and used at Google for LiDAR and subsequently told Uber it was all their own, not to mention poaching Google employees and violating a non-compete agreement. Nerp. So Lewandowski was indicted in August of 2019 by federal prosecutor on 33 counts of theft and attempted theft of trade secrets from Google. Uber settled with Google before their IPO. Then lawsuit, loss, appeal, loss. Today, the court confirmed he personally owns Google $179 million. Yeah, he immediately filed for bankruptcy. Today's episode of the show is sponsored by KiwiCo. KiwiCo is redefining the future of play by making it engaging, enriching, and seriously fun. KiwiCo creates super cool hands-on projects and toys designed to expose kids to concepts in STEAM, which is science, technology, engineering, arts, and math. Based in Mountain View, California, their mission is to help kids build creative confidence and problem-solving skills and have a blast while doing it. 
KiwiCo creates hands-on projects for kids of all ages to make learning about STEAM fun. Each crate is designed by experts and tested by kids and teaches a new STEAM concept. Each line caters to different age groups from babies to teens. Each box is delivered monthly and comes with all the supply needed for that month's project. Also, detailed kid-friendly instructions and an enriching magazine filled with content to learn even more about the crate's theme. Try this out with your kids today. They're going to love it. Visit KiwiCo.com slash top five, that's the number five, to get a free trial. That's Kiwi, K-I-W-I-C-O.com slash top five, the number five, today. Thanks again to KiwiCo for sponsoring the show. And remember, if you made it this far, I am not making any money from this show, and these ads are false. I'm just testing it out. Hopefully you enjoy and get used to that one commercial in the middle. Remember, there's chapters, so you can skip, but don't tell the advertisers that. The governor of Alabama, Governor Kay Ivey, has an important decision to make today before 6 p.m. Eastern. That's when Nathaniel Woods is set to be executed under Alabama law for a triple cop murder that took place in 2004 in Birmingham. So why is this an issue of concern? Well, apparently... He didn't even fire the weapon. His co-defendant admitted to firing it. Authorities say so as well. But in Alabama, even co-conspirators can be sentenced with death penalty. So activists, including Mr. Martin Luther King III, are calling on the governor to halt this execution set for today. Allegedly, there are also some questions about the fairness of the trial, your typical witness intimidation claims, and a lawyer that wasn't prepared or experienced in capital punishment cases. The nonprofit death penalty information says, quote, Woods conviction and death sentences are tainted by claims of police corruption, intimidation of witnesses and inadequate representation. So regardless of where you fall on the capital punishment argument, how do you feel about these Alabama laws regarding the accomplices? Also, Alabama is the only state left in the country where a jury doesn't have to unanimously choose the death penalty for the convicted. Come on, Alabama, you can do better than this. Even if you support the death penalty, this seems off. I'm not saying he's innocent. Far from it. He played a part, but I don't know. You tell me. Hit me up on Twitter. Handles on the logo. First, they're gone. Then they're back. Now it's a black screen again. I'm talking about the Yes Network on YouTube TV. What's YouTube TV? Well, real quick, it's a live streaming TV service meant to replace your current cable subscription. It's not really much different from cable, except it's a bit cheaper. You don't need a cable box, just the internet, and you don't get all the channels. And that's currently the issue because Yes Network is partially owned by the Yankees, Amazon, and the Sinclair Broadcast Group. And previously, it was owned by the Yankees and Fox. But when Disney bought Fox last year, they had to sell off all the regional sports networks to avoid a monopoly, since Disney also owns ESPN. So Sinclair Group, you may have heard of them before, they bought all the RSNs. And they were able to make deals with YouTube TV for some of those. But when it came to the Yes Network, 
quote, YouTube TV, for its own selfish reasons and with total disregard for its yes customers, has refused to pay the market rate and accept market terms and conditions that other yes distributors have agreed to. In fact, YouTube TV sought a rate that was well below what other yes distributors are paying, and because yes keeps its word to all of its distributors, it could not make the deal. When YouTube TV realized it could not get a sweetheart below market deal, it dropped the Yes Network, end quote. Yeah, the Yankees play on Yes, but so do my beloved boys in blue, the NYC football club. And the MLS season just kicked off with the baseball season getting ready to start in less than a month. So bad timing for Yankees and NYCFC fans alike. I mean, I guess you can cut the cord, but you'll always have these stupid contract negotiations to make you feel great about being a customer for television. Okay, last thing here. Make sure you wash your hands, 20 seconds minimum. Use some antibacterial soap. Stop touching your face all the damn time, etc., etc., etc. Be clean, people. But also, don't fall for scams. All I see online lately are ads for these N95 filtration masks, Lysol, and other disinfectants and hand sanitizers, and now they're starting to gouge. In New York City, a temporary ban on price gouging for face masks was just recently put into place. Why is this a temporary thought, though? Shouldn't it always be wrong to gouge on things like this? Anyways, we're starting to see some craziness on Amazon, too. And when I say crazy... I'm talking $194 for a 20-ounce bottle of hand sanitizer compared to the typical, like, $19, $20 price point. Amazon.com has already banned more than a million products from sale recently that inaccurately claim to cure or defend against that thing that shall not be named. Quote, we urge retailers to behave responsibly throughout the outbreak and not to make misleading claims or charge vastly inflated prices, end quote. Yeah, I'm sure we can trust them to do so. Good luck with that. Hey, like we used to say in the hood, don't get got out there. Well, my beautiful people, that is your top five news stories of the day. I gotta say, this is starting to feel a little bit more comfortable to do, and I'm starting to stretch out a little bit more. I'm gonna start promoting this a little heavier, start uh, sharing it out with my friends. So if you feel that you are enjoying these top five stories of the day, feel free to send out that temporary link that we're using. Let them subscribe to this show, and I'd love their feedback as well. Talk to you guys tomorrow, and remember, as always, stay focused. Stay proud in what you do and stay dedicated. I got you with the news.